Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Got a minute? Get a tan. So I just took a... Oh my gosh. Um, two week hiatus, uh, drove 26 hours both ways from Arizona to Illinois, saw Colorado, hit nine states in two weeks. I have not been in California for an entire month, so my apartment has been vacant, bitch. Lucky nobody broke in that motherfucker and I had Cheeto wrappers everywhere. But um, so in this hiatus, I have been on the go. And to me, I didn't realize how much I missed that. And it really shifted my perspective on a lot of stuff. So I actually visited my hometown, which I have not been there in, oh my God, uh, like three, three years, probably four years for all my people out there that are uh, small town babies. You understand that there is a lot of anxiety with visiting your hometown. Um, there's a lot of anxiety with living in your hometown because when you're in a small town, it feels like people keep tabs on you. And that necessarily doesn't mean like, you know, if you're not doing anything bad, then you're good. But you know, it's like you go out to the grocery store and then somebody say to your mom, well, I saw him out. He was buying soda and he bought a Sprite and got Reese's cups, man. What the fuck? Like, why do I have the neighborhood watch on me right now? But it's that feeling about everything, you know? What I love about, like, big city living, what I loved about Chicago, what I love about California, is I can go to the same coffee shop for an entire week and order the same exact thing, shake hands with the barista, and I will know the barista's name, but that barista will never know who the fuck I am. They, they got too much going on. Like, life goes on everywhere else but small towns. You know what I mean? Life goes on. Like, there's a comfort to the fact that people don't know who the fuck you are. There's a comfort to the fact that I can go in a cafe and just exist and not be like, oh, God, there's my neighbor's dog's cousin's friend. You know, like I just want to live and like not have that anxiety. But with that being said, I also wanted to visit my hometown and enjoy it and, you know, connect to the nostalgia I have there, connect to the friends that I still have there, 
you know, see family and not feel like I have to hide in the corner due to this, like, anxiety of it being a small town. I'm very proud of myself. I'm very proud of how authentic of a life I live. I have to, for the sake of my well-being, trust that everybody else is proud of me, too. You know? There are a lot of people that are proud of me. Like, you know, there are a lot of people that are proud of you. There's a lot of people that are proud of me. Like, we know that, right? You feel that in some capacity, whether it be your friends, your family, whatever. But also, you have that feeling those people are just like, bitch, shut up when they see you. <laughs> and like, I was in that mindset about my hometown. Everybody's going to be like, girl, get the fuck out of here. Like, in the old Western movies where they, like, ran people out of town. Like, I thought they were, you know, it's like, <laughs> like, my anxiety had me convinced it was going to feel like that. You know, that it was going to be this, oh, God, you know, feeling. And so much of your feelings is based on your perception of things it's not necessarily even the treatment you're receiving you know if i'm mad at somebody everything they do is gonna piss me off it doesn't matter if they're reading the damn book girl quit flipping the pages like that so it's so much about like your mindset you know i had a 26 hour car ride with my mom and within that car ride she really was asking me like what are you gonna feel better doing are you gonna feel better like hanging out in the hotel room are you gonna feel better like not making plans with these people because you assume that you're not gonna connect or you assume it's been four years so you have other friends what's it matter or are you gonna feel better jumping headfirst into everything you do while you're here going into every restaurant saying if i see people i don't care and you know going into every conversation just hoping for the best saying like you know i can walk out of here with five more connections that i thought were behind me so to do that, I really had to do these magic words. I had to care less, and I had to serve more. I started focusing on myself. I'm proud of myself. I can't be caring about what everybody else thinks. There might be a lot of baggage that you're holding on to or a lot of childhood trauma that you're holding on to. I know for me that was definitely the case. I had no interest in being <laughs> interacting with people from fucking high school because, to me... I associate a lot of pain with that, you know? I really do not want them to witness me again. But at the same time, if I feel like I've grown, then bitch, eat it up. Eat it up. I am here. I feel like I have grown. I know I have grown. So seeing people from the past shouldn't shake me. I'm past that. And the best thing about it is, in the same way I have grown... I saw people that grew just as much, if not more, than me. And that was such a comfort. It was, it was knowing, like, we took time away, or I stepped out of this, this bubble for a little bit, and I came back, and you're evolving too. It's very easy when you start caring about yourself a lot that you start feeling like the world revolves around your decisions or the treatment, you know? It's very easy to start feeling like the world revolves around you to some degree. Not in a weird, like, selfish way, but in a way that I think we forget that everybody else is on their journey, too. You know, like, not a lot of people are sitting in their house, like, actively plotting to take you down if you haven't seen them in five years. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, if y'all graduated from high school or graduated from college or whatever, like, or past jobs, like, your old boss is not sitting here going, well, I wonder what she's doing today. You know what I mean? Like, realistically. And I think we forget a lot of times that everybody else has so much shit going on. Everybody else has their own anxiety. Everybody else has, like, a thousand things going on in their head. Like, once you realize, like, like I said, care less, serve more. Once you realize that people are not 
like revolving their time around you in a negative way or a positive way. You can do things and you can just fucking go for it. People are going to forget about it in a week, girl. Like, you know, like, and that going in with that headspace was so healing for me. Like, it really got me where I was just doing what I want to do. I was meeting up with the people I want to meet up with. I was going the places I want to go just because I want to go there. It wasn't, oh, shit, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Now, don't get me wrong. Was I nervous a little bit? Fuck yeah. Girl, like, fuck yeah. When you're, when you enter a place with, like, that you had trauma at or that you were living, like, really shittily at, like, when you enter a place that you really felt shit about yourself, you know, oh, I had a panic attack in that McDonald's. Honey, I'm not going to be smiling the next time I go in that McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) A McDonald's panic attack is too real. Y'all, I had McDonald's last night, and I'm having the worst McDonald's hangover, like, ever. I feel horrible. Anyway, besides the point. But, um, yeah, this kind of this mantra of, like, caring less and serving more. I mean, it really applied to going home for me, but I'm really trying to figure out where this applies, like, in the future. Like, for example, I'm really wanting my summer mindset to be, like, one of just fun. I mean, still knowing what I deserve, don't get me wrong, still knowing, like, that I deserve to be happy, I deserve to have people that value me, etc. But also, I just don't want to give a shit. <laughs> I just want to do things because I want to do them. Like, like I want to get a tattoo this summer. Like, you know what I mean? Like crazy shit. I just, I'm so, I'm, I am a tattoo virgin y'all. So, um, yeah, you know, I have no reason for wanting to do that. I just want to do it like shit. I, I'm like, I just want to care, care less, serve more. Like I'm so in the mood for that. You know, I want you to take a moment to like really identify those places in your life that you're like, I care way too much about this shit right now. Like I'm caring to the point that it's holding me back. Like, I'm caring so much about what this person's going to say. I'm caring so much if this man's going to text me. Well, yes. Man, fuck it. Man, fuck it. And even if you care less about it, 5%, that's still progress, babe. We got to get where those things we care so much about that we're not progressing in it. We got to identify those things and fix it. And get it where if, like nothing's absence or presence can disturb my inner peace. That's that Pinterest saying, but like that is really what it needs to be at. I am reading this book right now that's like changing my life. It's called Unfuck Yourself by Gary John Bishop. And apparently this is like a super popular book, but like I bumped into it. And I saw something that really changed my perspective about like past trauma since I'm trying to care less, you know. I'm trying to figure out how I can care less and still value myself. Get ready for this quote, bitch. We create our own reality with our minds. You need to reject your sense of injury, and the injury itself disappears. How willing are you to consider that your life is the way it is, not because of the weight of the circumstances of the situation, but rather the weight of self-talk about the situation that pulls you down? It's entirely within our power to determine how we think about and talk about our problems. They can be a nuisance or a stepping stone. They can hold us down or lift us up. Reject your sense of injury, and the exact injury itself disappears. Where's the news and the media? So the injury happened. That trauma happened. But what if I talk about it like it's no big deal? What if I deal with it and then say, you know what? I can survive worse than that. This is not enough to stop me. I'm eating a banana right now. I'm sorry. 
Um, I'm not invalidating that I had some really weird mental spaces in my hometown that I was scared to revisit. But at the same time, I took that injury and I said, you know what? Maybe that doesn't still hurt me as bad as it did then. And motherfucker, I had a Mai Tai in my hand and my feet on the table. Like, I felt, <laughs> like, I felt good. You know, I'm not saying that, like the metaphor says, I'm not saying I didn't get injured. I'm just saying maybe that injury doesn't hurt as bad now. Maybe, maybe, you know, it was fresh then, but man, it's been years. And what am I going to do? Live my whole life acting like everything that hurt me 10 years ago hurts me just as bad now? That's just not the case. Every year we go one year different. <laughs> oh my God, I sound like a fucking moron. You know, every year we get one year further out from whatever hurt us the last year. So when you get to my old ass <laughs> point where I'm five years away from high school, there's no way it hurts as bad as it did five years ago. There's no way. There's no way. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. I have to, te I have to keep telling myself that. Care less, serve more. Care less about the past. Care less about these issues. Care less about nostalgia. Care less about things that are holding me to a point that I don't care for. Serve myself more. Serve my current situation more. Serve my future more. Serve my relationships more. So let's talk about the idol. <laughs> let's let's do like a let's do like a total topic switch. I needed to get that therapy lessons out because as much as like the road trip was like relaxing and peaceful like I learned a lot of lessons y'all and like I wanted to share with you obviously but like let's let's do a total topic switch right now one of my favorite things to do is like get into new tv shows or get into new artists or like whatever and then I abuse the hell out of it like I literally will listen to the same four songs and rewatch the same five movies forever so like whenever something new comes out I'm like really excited there's like a chance it might become one of my new favorite things ever and I'm gonna rewatch it a thousand times right so anyway, The Idol came out, and I would like to first say I did not think that The Idol and HBO was going to be my favorite thing in the world, but Lily Rose Depp is cunt, and I was like, I'm excited for her. I like The weekend's music, so I was also excited for him. Hi, Taco Bell, yes, are you hiring today? And if you have not watched The Idol, there's going to be spoilers in this next podcast section, but what the hell was that? Like, very quickly, I realized into the show that it is just euphoria. And not in a good way. Like, I love euphoria. Don't get me wrong. Like, it, it has a lot of really high moments and it has, like, a lot of really low moments. Especially with what the directors do to the women of that show. Literally, the fact that you will have Cassie talking about what she got for breakfast and she got her titties out. 
and I am all for woman empowerment, but let that poor girl put a damn shirt on for 12 seconds. Like, it is unreal what they'd be doing to these women. Because they just, like, literally what's crazy, and I'm going to seem like I'm fucking, I, I'm women's rights advocacy era, but, like, honestly, what these actresses are capable of doing outside of the sex appeal is limitless. Like, literally, Lily Rose Depp is a fantastic actress. I'm over the fact that they had to, like, literally over-sexualize the shit out of her this series. Now, don't get me wrong. There are moments that aesthetically, I am sure she felt gorgeous. I am sure there are moments that she felt like, especially those dance sequences. Girl, Lily Rose Depp, you're, you are serving, mama. Well done, but mama. The whole show is just giving me a bad taste in my mouth. So I'm probably spreading, like, misinformation right now, but... I'm pretty sure The weekend is, like, a producer forward slash, like, creator. Like, The weekend did a lot in this show. So when you as a man are like, you know what? I'm going to give myself a chance to act. I'm going to have my Drake and Degrassi moment, and I'm going to act my ass off. Let me choose what role I want. Yeah, I'll go with the pervert. Uh, what do you mean by that? Like, why did, why did he choose to be this creepy? Like, he is the one in charge. He can't blame anybody else. Why did he choose to be this damn creepy? And I understand that this is probably supposed to expose people in Hollywood. This is supposed to expose, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, sir, what the hell is making you think that we think this is sexy or whatever? Because we can't completely hate him right now. The thing is, they have not, we're only on episode two as, or no, episode three. We're only on episode three. We're not really getting much to like hate him right now. We just, we have a feeling he's a bad guy, but he wants to be redeemable. Like you can tell he's trying to be like a redeemable person right now. Girl, you creepy. You are creepy. And with the fact that this show is trying to like kind of be a carbon copy of like what worked in euphoria you know the teen angst the fucking coming of age moments the lighting the party scenes the drug use like girl they're trying to do euphoria over again this is what makes me wonder what the hell is every tv show movie or music right now sampling or redoing something that we have already fucking seen little mermaid you are not included in this narrative so you can sit down we love you but besides little mermaid what the hell why is every song sampling another song right now why is every fucking movie a damn movie we've already seen every tv show is another tv show so very quickly into the idol i'm like damn i feel like i've seen this eight times it's kind of giving me euphoria. It's kind of giving me a star is born. Ah, I don't know. You know, as a creator, though, I will say I understand the dilemma that if you have the choice between remaking something that worked before and doing something new and you want you want things to work and you want guaranteed success. Oh, shit. I'm going to remake everything. You know what I mean? I'm going to make a song. I'm, my, my hit song is going to be Party in the USA sampled or whatever, right? when you could just be making something new. With this, the fact that they chose to take this huge budget on this show and just remake Euphoria because we're on a Euphoria hiatus, I'm pissed. I'm pissed for you, Lily Rose. I, and t Lily Rose Depp, you're a queen, and I am sorry that they did that to you. I want to let you know, sweetheart, you have been on my Pinterest board for years because the way that you do your makeup is unreal. The way you carry yourself is unreal. That Met Gala look was unreal. You know exactly which one I'm talking about, the one with the chains. You are a legend in my community, in our community. 
Happy Pride Month, Lily Rose Depp. But at the same time, you need to slap Sam Lev- Levy- Levington or whatever the hell his fucking name is from Euphoria. You need to slap his ass hard. He probably into that. He's a weirdo. I hate his ass. Like, I'm so frustrated for Lily Rose. I'm so frustrated for just where we're at right now with television. Oh my God, I'm on my hot horse right now, but I need y'all to hear me out. Anyone that has watched The Idol, y'all can agree with me. This shit, the world stopped for five seconds, gave it a chance, and all of us went, really? That's what we're doing today? We're going to have her have a wet t-shirt contest, and then he's going to stab a hole through her fucking mouth so she can breathe? He goes, I want you to sing like you can fuck. What the hell are you talking about? Oh my God. Anyway, I'm about to get into Black Mirror because they just dropped a new season. So hopefully that gives me my fix. But I will just say, we are on a media drought right now, y'all. Like, the shit is just not, it's not hitting like it used to. Like, remember back in the day when we had Billy and Mandy, Scooby-Doo, we had, you know, Baby Looney Tunes. We had all these good shows. Now, what's good? I still watch HGTV. I like HGTV a lot. And I like um, uh, Forensic Files a lot. But besides you two, what what else is good? You know, like I need I need y'all to send me some damn recommendations because I need to get into some good shows. Don't be sending me the fucking office. No office. Okay, I, I want some recommendations, but I want I want recommendations, not the office. And that's that's no tea. But anyway, it's been nice catching up with y'all. I uh, I'm still on recovery mode from this damn road trip and this like whole process, but. I assure you, we are going back to our regular schedule, so I will see you all every Friday. I love you, bitches.